You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Here's Curry for the record. It's good! There it is! Stephen Curry! The all-time three-point king in the NBA! Welcome on in. BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Wednesday we got a lot to get to today. Some big NFL news in terms of COVID issues, injury issues that we'll touch on, how it affects how we're betting the games this weekend. Eric Eager, Pro Football Focus, next hour. Jim Root on college basketball coming up later in the show. We'll start here with Steph Curry and move to the NFL. Guys, we knew it was coming last night. It was no surprise. Steph Curry does it in the first quarter. He is the all-time three-point leader. And um, look, Steph Curry, it's amazing to watch this because – not that he's breaking the record. We knew Joe he'd break the record at some point, right? This mm-hmm. was obvious. But And even last night, he wasn't great. He didn't have one of his best games of the season. And he went under his three-point total, which I'm sure a lot of people took the over just because of the hell of it. But, man, he's had, like, just in general, like, he's having a renaissance season. And I wasn't sure he was going to have that for again. I didn't know he'd have one of these seasons again. And it's, it's cool that he's breaking it now and not when he's old and, like, 38 and off the bench for a team. Like, he's still a star player breaking the record. That doesn't always happen. In December, he's the clear-cut MVP, and I don't think it's a convenient narrative with him breaking the record and the people like him that that's the reason he's the MVP. A truly remarkable season that he's had. As far as last night goes, I don't know how it is in uh, in Philly because you're much closer over there, but a lot of times in uh, some other major sports cities, people get sick of hearing about New York. That was an awesome scene, man. Nobody's sitting down. They were they treated Steph last night before and right after he broke the record like he was one of their own. Like that that was an awesome scene. NBA does it right. I, I, I was thinking back when when Brady, I mean, which record? Pick a record, any record. They're not stopping any game. They're not having any celebration. You don't have the guys that broke the record in the past standing there to greet you. I'm still not sure if Ray Allen was mad or not, but it's always tough to tell with his body language. He may have been a little ticked off that the record is no longer his. I think all of us, not we always point to last year, how difficult it's been, and it's back. Just as big sports fans like all of us are, we needed a really positive moment like that. And the NBA knocked it out of the park. 
Aaron, yeah, it was a great was moment, fun. emotional moment, a sellout crowd. And just if you can't do it at home, what better stage than Madison Square Garden? I mean, all the big names in attendance. Steph got the record in 789 games. It took Ray Allen 1,300. It was so cool to also see Reggie Miller there calling the game. It took him 1,389 um, games. So just incredible what Steph has been able to do. If you think about it, he almost has 3,000 three-pointers in 789 games. I mean, that is insane. When you take a step back and think about what he's been able to accomplish, um, it's crazy. The Warriors are on a 23-5 and five run. We were talking about it yesterday. It seemed like, you know, Steph was forcing it. I think this record was weighing on the Warriors a bit, and now – I mean, I feel like he's going to be relaxed. The whole team could be relaxed. And it, I don't know who's going to be able to challenge this Warriors team. I think they're just going to get better and better this season. Yeah, if they get Clay back, they certainly should. So, Joe, you mentioned right now Curry's in the middle of an MVP caliber season, right? He's plus 140 mm -hmm. on Vandal Sportsbook. So, Durant has actually made some headway the last couple of days. He had 34 last night in an overtime win. And the Nets are decimated. And we'll get to the COVID issues around sports in the NFL. The Nets are yeah. decimated. Durant carried them last night. Um and he's now moved up to plus 350. He was like plus five to one or so maybe a week ago. He had a 50-point game over the weekend. I, I wanted to bring this up because I think it's interesting. Because I'm reading right now uh, the, about the book about the Warriors dynasty. And there's a whole thing in there about Durant. And, like, Durant is just crazy. Like, he's just – like, he's just – like, the Twitter stuff is just a tip of the iceberg. Like, he's always fighting with the media. And I wanted to bring it up because you brought up – Recently. Crazy, crazy in a good way, like a Michael Jordan way, well, like always looking for some sort of an edge, or crazy in a it can disrupt things way. Both, I think both. I think it does. Right. He, I think he channels. I mean, he he seeks out people not liking him, media, right. fans, random people. We know this for years. But I want I wanted to bring it up for this reason. But see, but I think sorry. I know I know you're getting to your point there. Um, people always knock Durant for that. That's stuff that Jordan would do. Like maybe he's doing that on a competitive level, looking for people to doubt him, and then he spends his off hours away from the basketball court, and those guys, those people, those trolls, whatever they are, they just make his blood boil, and they push him to go to that next level, to do something, to get to something else. And I think a lot of time he he just get he gets a bad rap by people for being thin-skinned, being sensitive. Well, so what? I mean, a lot of people We should are. do like a top five um, KD claps back moments. I mean, in the last week, it's been Skip Bayless. Um, you know, he just told oh, him yeah. he doesn't like him. And I know like everyone it. was on. I yeah. do too. Everyone was on KD for his uh, ashy, dry ankles. And he <laughs> <lotion>. <laughs> so he's like, I'm about to pull my y'all broke card. Um, it was so gross. It was disgusting. I couldn't get that picture out of my mind for days. It was so bad. Sorry, Joe G. Go no, ahead. that's okay. He's a no, busy man. He, he, he ain't got time to moisturize. He's trying to, he's trying to win oh, basketball That was so game. gross. Guys got three uh, it hurt my ankle. It hurt. So I do think you're right, Joe, that he, he he's channeled it into becoming one of the, I don't know, 10 greatest players of all time. Wherever he ranks, he ranks. Mm -hmm. He's an amazing basketball player. But you were talking the other day, and we were talking through NFL MVP, Brady Rogers. And it's a totally different subject, but like Rogers, the vaccine issue, lying to the media, who's yeah. likable, who's not. I just wonder as this goes down to it, Steph is more likable. Steph doesn't oh. fight. Oh, Steph doesn't yeah. fight with the media. Like as we try to project with our audience who's gonna win this, who's to, who to bet on if you haven't already. 
I mean, Durant certainly has a case that he's going to catch Curry on the court this season, right? Like he's Durant's having a crazy good year. His point guard decided to just go MIA. Harden's half the time fat or hurt. Like Durant's carrying the best team in the East. So I just wonder, like, if, it, yeah. if it's even, I would guess, my guess is Steph Curry's going to win this award if it's even. Because Durant just bothers plus everyone. plus money right now. So, you know, yeah. get it well you can, because I don't think it's going to be plus money for the MVP with Steph for much longer. Ah, uh, that's, you're right. You're right. Find me the person who doesn't like Steph Curry. And then, and then how awesome was it in the post-game interview when he took a shot at KD? Like, I, I bet you if it was anybody else, there were some people that, I bet, oh, you know, that's not very professional. You know, you shouldn't be doing that. But it's Steph, you couldn't. I laughed out loud when I was watching the game. I thought it was hilarious. It was. Um, I feel I, like yeah. I, I so really this would started be his to third, love right? Steph back when his little daughter was always at the press conferences and games, like, it was so cute, you know? I mean, it's hard. I mean, I don't know if I trust anyone that says they don't like Steph Curry. <laughs> yeah, yeah he has two. Steph. He has two. This would be three if he wins it. He's having that kind of year. I just am fascinated by the people that would vote or wouldn't vote for Durant because he's fought with them. He's been annoying. Like, the book I'm reading, like, he in the locker room yeah. would call out reporters, like, like, scream at them for things they wrote. And, like, in the middle of a column, like, a line, he hated it. He, you're right. You're probably right, Joe, that he – he uses it, right? Like, this is why he does it. it. It's part of who he is. It's part of how he's wired. It's just interesting. It's, it's going to come down to these two because they were intertwined, and now they're apart, and one's likable, and one's different. This is an age-old story, right? We talk about it in baseball all the time. What if Bonds was nicer to the media? Would he get more votes? Is it all about the steroids and the cheating? Um, we, it's, always been, it's always been the case for a lot of different sports, and... Maybe KD doesn't care. He doesn't give a damn. Yeah, I don't, think, I don't think he does either. I don't think he's going to sweat it. But then if you don't vote for him. This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. You're probably on the list. Or he's got like all these voodoo dolls at his house. Oh, yeah. He will not forget anything. He doesn't forget any slight. it's, It's fascinating to watch him because I think a lot of guys are like him, but he's outward about it. Like he lets you know that it bothers him. And I don't think um, everybody is like that. All right, so Steph breaks the record last night. Warriors cover, and they beat the New York Knicks last night. Did you guys bet on it? Did you guys do any Steph bets or anything? So I actually – I took the the first basket, but then I I jumped on another one. This one felt like the the boost. Did you take the boost? Yes, yes, absolutely. The fans a boost last night, Aaron. 
um, where Steph would break, would have two, at least two threes in the first quarter, effectively breaking right. the record in the first quarter. I was like, there's no way he's not going to do this in the first quarter. He's going bombs right. away. That yep. was easy. Uh, they, they boosted it up to plus 150. I bet it on every site I possibly could. but Because they all did that. And I thought that was smart because the over five and a half, you mentioned he was five for 14 from right. the from beyond the three. I didn't bet that. My concern was exactly what happened. Okay, he's going to break the record. They're going to have the celebration, weight off his shoulders, and then is he going to be able to play a normal game? Um, I didn't really think so. And then he's not going to attempt as many threes because he already broke the record. So I was worried about going over five and a half. I did not do that. But once I saw all the sites looking for action, maybe people were not betting on the over five and a half like they thought, maybe thinking the same thing. They all did this. They all did uh, over one and a half or Will Steph uh, hit two threes in the first quarter. Um, I thought that was really smart because it brought in a lot of action. They probably uh, most of them uh, put a limit on how much you could bet on it. But it was it was fun to have because. I think a lot of NBA fans and sports bettors in general were looking uh, to have a Steph Curry prop in that uh, in that moment. Yeah, we all wanted to root for him and, and make some money off it while we did it. So that was fun last night. Steph Curry, the all-time three-point leader. Uh, on the other side of the spectrum yesterday in the sports world, not great news. And the NFL, oh boy. we touched on this a little bit yesterday. but it, it And as we kind of guessed, it, once you have some, you're going to have more. It's just the way this works. So 66 NFL players yesterday put on the COVID list. And we are talking about big names, Odell Beckham Jr. with the Rams, a whole bunch of the Cleveland Browns. And that number in that game has dropped from what? I think six when the week opened all the way down to three. Now it was five and a half. Now it's down to three. Wyatt Teller, their offensive lineman, one of the best offensive linemen in the league, going to be probably out for the game. Landry, the wide receiver. Big picture though, guys, besides just that game. This is now a big deal, once again, in the betting space, because how, I mean, how can you take games right now how could you bet early on these games when it's pretty obvious we're going to have more players go on the list right contact tracing whatever like players are going to get it's going to happen was it um was it 66 players yesterday or between monday and tuesday we had 60 yeah i mean i'm just it's impossible to keep up right so according to Schefter, i think the way you said it joe is more accurate nfl has had 75 player positives for covid in the past two days Okay, that's and you positives had positives for that's positives for COVID, not just on the list. Yeah, you uh, you had coaches were at about a hundred in the NFL, yep. hundred. Uh, the line movement, Cleveland, the Saturday game goes from minus six and a half to minus three. Rams Seahawks game goes from minus seven to minus four and a half. Uh, the betting angles, since this is what we do, I don't know how you could bet games early. I don't care what the sport is. It happened again. With the Nets last night, I'm not blaming anybody. This is the world we live in. Right. But even if you bet right before the game, if you bet on the Nets minus three and a half against the Raptors, we find out Harden's out right before the game. What happens? Nets go on and win in overtime. Do they cover the spread? Of course they don't cover the spread. We talked about this yesterday. I'm not betting NBA sides right now. I'm not. Uh with what's happening and even guys that aren't going on the list you just have last minute last minute oh and beats not playing that happened on monday um so i i know most pros i know people that know what they're doing they bet on the nfl earlier in the week they think they know what direction the line is moving and they're correct most of the time so they want to get ahead of that i'm just in a, a spot right now i would fine line can move whatever i'd rather have the information 
because that one position, the quarterback goes down, forget about it. I mean, this line is going all over the place. And what we're seeing is there are so many COVID cases, um, and we talk about on a weekly basis with players out with injuries. There are so many that these lines are moving by a few points, even if the quarterback position isn't involved. Because, like, Washington, were they down to second and third string on the defensive line? It's, yep. it's wild. It seems like something needs to be done. Um, you know, I mean, there's a story on Pro Football Talk this morning about should asymptomatic players be allowed to play. I don't know if that's the solution, but it's like before COVID players, I mean, the Jordan flu game, players played sick all the time and sometimes you know even you know jake hassan you can you can uh test positive for covid and have no symptoms and not even know it two times i don't know it's just getting yeah it's getting a little ridiculous for me i don't know what the answer is but maybe they should be able to play if they're not you know well i do know the nfl is not shutting anything down we've seen some teams get shut down nhl and nba nfl is not with these roster sizes I think the fight's going to happen now. My guess is there's going to be some sort of uh, discussion between the Player Association and the league, whether they go back to protocols from last year. The, the, mm-hmm. the league was better last year when there were more protocols on distancing, right, between the weeks, the virtual stuff. There was no vaccine last year, like, and yet they didn't have this many players at once, which tells you – There's, I think, like is, seven teams in the enhanced protocol – Right whatever system i don't know what they call it <laughs> but it's like that means mass daily testing for everyone i mean it's crazy yeah it's a thing now and it's probably not going away as we go deeper into the season the playoffs are not far away the nfl's got to pivot otherwise we're going to have games with a lot of players out joe o joe g aaron Hawks with BeckQL daily presented as always by FanDuel sportsbook on the other side nfl power rankings we're definitely gonna have a shakeup. where are the arizona cardinals are they still in our top five after the Monday night football loss. That's next right here on the BeckQL Network.